This is because I want to. Hello, and welcome back to Because I Want To, where we talk about whatever it is we want to. I'm Sarah. I'm Lindsay. And it's finally fucking April. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, it is. We made it to April. I'm so happy I could cry. It's April. (laughs) Lousy smarch weather. Oh, my God. Well fucking smarch weather has made its way into april because it's literally 40 degrees here really it's like fucking gorgeous here today (laughs) no it's awful it's like 40 degrees it's not as bad as yesterday yesterday it was like 30 degrees and it was terrible but yeah it's gonna be nice tomorrow which i'll take um my like boss I like went out with her to go grab like some quick lunch one day and I had like my winter coat on because it was cold in the morning but then by lunchtime it was like really warm and so I looked like really weird with a winter coat (laughs) and I was like I'm sorry I'm like still adjusting to like the climate and the seasons like I don't really know what to expect (laughs) yeah I, like, reached a certain point when it's still, like, in the 30s when I leave my house in the morning, but I'm just like, I don't need a coat. It's spring. It's fine. (laughs) And so I'm just cold. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Because, like, when you move to a new, like, place that you've never been to, it's like, what is spring? What is? Yeah. And when you go out in the morning, it's, like, cold, whereas in Louisiana, it was, like, hot all day. I'm really excited for you to have seasons again. Okay, I have seasons, and I live in, like, a really nice neighborhood where all the houses look different with, like, interesting architecture, and there's, like, pretty trees, and you can actually walk around, so it's nice. Yeah, my mom was like, do you think Lindsay likes Oklahoma? And I was like, I do. (laughs) I do think she likes it. I like it more than Louisiana, for sure, like, climate-wise, yeah. If you had to scale the places you've lived from zero to 10, where would you put everything? My favorite place is Frederick, Frederick, Maryland. Frederick, Maryland is amazing. Yeah. If you've never been to Maryland, Frederick is awesome. It has everything. It has a really cool, like, old town scene. Yeah, there's a really cute main street with, like, shops and restaurants, but it's also... I lived like five minutes away from Gambrel State Park, which is like beautiful and there's lots of trails and there's mountains and it's really, it's like within an hour of Baltimore and Washington, D.C., which is nice. Mm -hmm. It's in like the best, I think, cross-section area of Maryland Uh outside of it being kind of far from the beach. But besides that, it has Mm -hmm. everything. So yeah, I would say Frederick number one. Um... Number two, like maybe Western Howard County. Good old Western Howard County. I mean, (laughs) you can't really complain about it. I really... No, you really can't. Yeah, I really like where I live now, but like my complaint would be so far that it's just like, there's not a lot there. Like if I want to go clothes shopping, I would have to drive like 40 minutes into Tulsa. (laughs) Which is like obnoxious. That's how I kind of feel about where I live, it's like, it has pretty much everything except somewhere to go to shop for clothes. Like, mm-hmm. if I want to shop for clothes, I can go to Target or Kohl's, or I can drive, you know, for 40 minutes to Hanover, like, cross the state line, or, like, 40 minutes yeah. to, you know, another county, um, or I can go to Gettysburg, but that's about, like, it. Yeah, it was, like, a realization when... I was like trying to find work clothes and all that's here is a TJ Maxx and a Dillard's. Like literally that's it. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's hilarious too because I live next to a mall. Malls are, at least the mall here is like a ghost town. Oh, for sure. Like it's, I am shocked it exists still. Like literally the only stores I think anybody goes in are the Dick's. Mm -hmm. And then... I go in the Bath and Body Works, which is, like, right by the front door. So, mm-hmm. literally, that's, like, the only place I ever go in. Um, but that's, like, it. I go in the movie theater. Yeah. 
I don't know if it's because of COVID, but like the little mall near me, the few times I've been in it, like everything's closed. Like there's a couple yeah. like salon kind of places open and like a weird cell phone store <laughs> and the Bath and Body Works. The, yeah. Like the only, the malls that are making it, like the mall in Columbia is like doing really well. And I think it's doing really well is because it's not all shopping like there's stuff to do there like there's Uh like friggin' like it's not a bowling alley i don't even know what it is it's kind of like a dave and busters i guess so there's that Mm. there's tons of restaurants there's Mm -hmm. the movie theater like there's stuff to do there besides just shopping yeah because i guess a lot of people just shop online now so you need to have like something else to draw people in yeah, man. Shopping online is where, it at, is where it's at. Can mm-hmm. I just tell you the psych up I had to give myself to walk into a fucking American Eagle and buy pants? Like, I don't know how you did so it. was <laughs> so busy and everyone in there was a teenager. And I was just like, no, these are the pants that fit you. These are the pants you want. These are the pants you like. Go in the fucking store. And of course, everybody's lovely. Like all the teenagers uh-huh. are super cute and like complimenting my outfit when I look like a fucking homeless person whatever (laughs) um we'll talk about that but um yeah like it's hard to shop in person yeah um (laughs) one time I think it was an American Eagle when I was in college I was like I'm gonna ask for an application to work there and I went to the desk and it was like a teenager and I asked Mm -hmm. and they're like oh we're not hiring minors and I was like I'm older than you I'm pretty sure (laughs) 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 ma'am stay in your lane ma'am but yeah to go back to like ranking places I would I liked Louisiana but I couldn't it was just so fucking hot and there's like mosquitoes and fire ants and termites and and you had like weird like what were those things that lived in your yard that made like the holes the the crawfish they call them crawfish yeah (laughs) i just yeah like i liked visiting you there there were like cool fucking things to do when i visited Mm -hmm. you but like yeah it's a fun place to visit but i was ready to move on Mm Hmm. but yeah i'm liking oklahoma so far i like the climate i think it's like pretty i mean i don't really know so much about the culture and the people because i've not really done a whole lot of that so we'll see Mm -hmm. i'm excited to visit you there whenever that happens yeah we'll do some like fun outdoorsy stuff we're gonna stalk the pioneer woman that's what we're doing when i visit you oh my god i meant to mention did you hear that her husband got into like a wreck like an accident no lad is that his name (laughs) that's his name Her husband and another member of her family, I guess there was a fire on the property. And I didn't realize this, but when you live on like a huge farm, it's common to have your own like fire trucks, I think, to like put out your own fires. Mm, Well, maybe. Oh, my God. This just says a lot about how invested I am (laughs) in Reed Drummond's life. But their daughter is getting married, and they're, she's getting married on the farm. Yeah, she was talking about that. Her, <laughs> yeah, on her Instagram, she was saying they were burning down a section for where the ceremony oh. was going to be. So maybe that's part of happened. it. Yeah, I guess there was a fire, and we, it was really windy here a couple weeks ago. And I guess her husband and the other family member, something happened, but they crashed into each other, like, in their fire trucks. Oh, gosh. And she said that her husband was like, I'm fine and refused medical attention. And then later on, they decided he really did need to go to the hospital and he had a broken fucking neck. Oh, my God. Yeah. Lad, lad Drummond, you need to (laughs) slow your roll, man. So I guess like they're all going to be okay, but... um, I, I don't know what the deal is with the wedding. She did mention it in whatever, like, statement she gave um, that he's going to have, he's going to wear, I don't even know, something, like. <laughs> Man, that's such, like, a, like, dude response. So, like, I'm fine. I don't need to go to the hospital. Like, are you sure? Just go. There's no shame in it. That was, like, at our friend's bachelorette where we went to all of these wine tastings in virginia 
and we were pulling out of one and we saw an accident and had to say like give a statement because stop Bean, come here stop hold on you might need to start that story over bean it's okay All right, if you start over, I'll edit that part out. Noted. (laughs) So we were at our friend's bachelorette party, and we were, like, wine tasting, wine winery hopping, basically, in Virginia, which is, like, a thing you do. Mm -hmm. Um, And we were pulling out of one, and we saw an accident, and we had to stay and, like, give a statement because, like, we were, like, the car. Oh, really? Watched it happen. Yeah, we watched someone get T-boned. It was intense. Oh, my God. Um, (laughs) And the one guy... For sure had a fucking broken, like, arm. Like, I remember our one friend, like, because she deals with the police and stuff, was, like, the one really bouncing around and doing whatever it is we needed to do. And she was, like, his arm is broken and he needs to go to the hospital. And he's, like, refusing to fucking go. And it's just some people, man. Oh, God. I think also maybe, like, if that happens to you, you have your adrenaline adrenaline running through you so you maybe don't realize how bad it is mm-hmm. and like the pain well, probably kicks in later mm-hmm. and the whole health insurance aspect of yeah. it is like definitely a thing so like if someone tried to put me in an ambulance and i wasn't fucking dying i'd be like yeah. what are you doing i've heard <laughs> put me um, in your car let's drive <laughs> i've heard stories about people calling ubers to take them to the hospital instead of an ambulance and like i understand why but like your uber driver that's not what they're there for (laughs) like that can yeah fuck them over in terms of like insurance and if there's like bodily fluids in their car and you know the thing that sucks is like unless like you literally need a paramedic there to like keep me alive in the interim like don't put me in a fucking ambulance. Especially me. I live like five minutes from the hospital. Absolutely not. <laughs> My, um, in like at one of the places I worked at, we got an email from HR that was like, there have been some questions about, you know, ambulance rides and hospitals and what's covered and what they're supposed to do in an ambulance is call like your provider and see if it's covered, but they mm-hmm. don't always do that. So, but like who... You shouldn't have to worry about that if you're in, like, a life-threatening situation. <laughs> America. Isn't it crazy to think that in other countries, if you call an ambulance, you don't get stuck with, like, a three or $4,000 bill? <laughs> I know. It's insane. And my health insurance is really good. And I still, like, wouldn't get in an ambulance. No. Unless it was, like dire like i'm dying like i'm dying like i need you to hold me together or something (laughs) yeah like actually do medical care in the ambulance Mm -hmm. otherwise it's fine i live five minutes away (laughs) i've never been in an ambulance me neither it's like so ingrained in me like even when i had my accident at work they didn't call an ambulance because i was like no really (laughs) yeah who took you to the hospital uh, my vice principal drove me to my house and met my mom. What? <laughs> yeah. Like really oh, my God. Weird situation. Yo, they were just afraid of getting sued. That's maybe, what the issue was. maybe you should explain what happened for people who don't know. And if you want so to, you don't have to. <laughs> basically, I don't want to like say too much, but like I had a work related accident where something was not secured in the way that it should have been secured and it fucking hit me. Um, and so I was like injured at work, whatever. And so my vice principal like drove me to my fucking house and my mom met me. And I don't think my mom realized because I hadn't talked to her like my vice principal like talked to my mother. <laughs> and um, I don't think she realized like what really had happened. And so my mom met me in my house and we went to the hospital and I got, you know, all the things done to check to make sure that my brain is working, which they told me it was. It was not. <laughs> Don't trust the emergency room kids for concussion care. Just saying. Yeah. So they literally told me nothing about like what I should do after it or anything. They're like, you're fine. You don't have a brain bleed. Cool. So I went back to, (laughs) 
I went back to work. Um, and then in the middle of the day at work, I almost passed out. And I was like, something's not right. And so I went home and my mom took me to like, my mom's a nurse, FYI. And my mom took me to like a concussion care center. Like some urgent cares are like concussion care, uh-huh. like centered or whatever. So we went to one of those in Frederick. Uh-huh. And they were like, they did some tests where I almost vomited. And they were like, yeah, you can't do anything for like a fucking week. What was and the so test I... that they did? Like lights or something? Oh my God. Shining at you? So they take, literally, this is what it is. They take a piece of paper that has like blocked color on it. So it's like black, white, black, white, mm-hmm. black, white. And they just move it really fast in front of your face. And I almost vomited. Really? Because you just can't process yeah. it. I was like, hmm. and then they put something that smells really strong on your face so you don't vomit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Does yes. that stuff like that seems like really, I don't know, archaic and weird? <laughs> yeah. And so I literally sat in my house for an entire week and I wasn't allowed to do anything. I couldn't read. I couldn't watch TV. I just sat and listened to podcasts, which I wasn't even really supposed to do. Sat and listened to podcasts for an entire week. Yeah, before that, I didn't realize that, what's it called, brain rest? That that's mm-hmm. a thing. Yep. So fun stuff. And now whenever anything happens, I have in the back of my head that I have prior, like, mm-hmm. head injury. Like, so. But yeah, no ambulance there. <laughs> I'm surprised that even the second time where you almost threw up at work, you didn't take an ambulance to the hospital. You still drove, you went home and drove drove yourself. I I did. Cause I was just like, something's not right. Well, that was like when I had an allergic reaction to quinoa. (laughs) Didn't know that's what it was at the time at work. And I literally was like, I thought I had an ovarian cyst burst. Cause that's what it felt like. And so I was, like, sitting in the office, and I was, like, white. The secretary was, like, are you really sure you're okay? And I was just, like, yes. <laughs> See, why do people do that? Why do people insist that they're okay when they're not? I know. Luckily, there's an urgent care literally next to my work. So I literally just drove there. Do you think that people just don't want to believe they're not okay? Or they're, like, they just don't realize mm-hmm. it? Or... I'm very much of the mindset, like, I'm fine. It's Mm -hmm. fine. Like, that's just how I am. Or also maybe, like, at least for me, I feel like if something's really wrong, it would really hurt, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. you would really know it. So if it's not that bad, then maybe you're really not that sick. I think I also grew up with my mother, who's a nurse. And I don't – people who've grown up with, like, healthcare provider parents you know Uh like it's always you're fucking fine (laughs) so like I grew up with that like I walked around with a broken knee for a year oh my god before my mom took me to the doctor and they were like your knee's broken you have a growth disorder like like when my mom had her brain bleed literally we're like she's walking around the house like shaking and I was like dad we have to take her to the hospital and he was like okay and so we literally just, like, shoved her in the car, and then she started, like, vomiting uncontrollably. Oh, my God. You ever want to have, like, a scary moment in your life? Have a parent almost die in front of you. Oh it's really fun. Oh, my God. I think, like, when stuff like that happens, you need another person on the outside to tell you it's bad. Like, you don't want to believe mm-hmm. something really bad is happening to you. Oh, my God. I just remember, like, crouching outside the hospital calling my uncle because that's when our my great-grandmother lived with us uh-huh. and i would ha- I just like i can't even explain to you what's happened like i just need you to go to the house and take care of grandma like yeah well thank god you made that call because it could have been really bad it's fun stuff my mom was like convinced she was gonna go to church <laughs> that night yeah because like and i remember being at because so this happened she hit her head riding a horse at the barn and i remember the barn manager being like do we need to call an ambulance? My mom was like, no. Was just yeah. Like, so I don't know. That, maybe that's where I get it. It's fine. You know, whatever. Well, I think also with those like head injuries, that's what they say is like you feel okay and then it's mm-hmm. not until later on and then it's usually like, not usually, but sometimes like too late by that point. Because you don't have any like nerves in your brain, right? That like feel pain. Like pain. Yeah. That's how... um. Oh my God! What's her name? Rafe Fines' wife. That's how she died. Oh, uh, the one? No, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Yeah. 
Natasha Richardson. Richardson. I was going to say Natasha Bedingfield, but I knew that wasn't right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I remember when that happened. That was like, made me sad. Made me think of the parent trap. I get sad every time I watch it now. But yeah, like she was like, I'm fine and refused medical treatment and then died. That's what those like head injuries you don't know. So moral of the story, people, if you feel weird, get it checked out. I think if you hit your head really hard and you don't even feel weird yet, just go get checked out. They'll bust you right through. I will say like the emergency room will put you through first if you have a head injury. Yeah, They'll get you an MRI right away. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You don't want to fuck around with your brain. No, it's important. And wear a helmet. Just, you know. Yeah. (laughs) All the time. (laughs) And if you're my mother, listen when I say lean back. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) When the horse is cantering. (laughs) When you're on a horse, I guess lean back. (laughs) Oh, my God. I, when that happened, my dad was like, you're never getting on a horse again. I was going to ask, has she ever gotten on a horse again? No, we both told her no. Yeah, that's probably a good choice. That's done. That's yeah. done. <laughs> horseback riding is really fucking dangerous. I think horseback riding is the most dangerous sport there is. Yeah, I mean, what other sport are you on an animal and you're like going fast and like going over obstacles yeah. and shit? I definitely, like, prior to that concussion, had had one before from falling off a horse. Like, for sure. 100%. Yeah, probably. I remember one time I got in the car with my dad after I fell off, and he was like, you're aware you're slurring your words, right? And I was like, Really? What? And then that was, like, it. You probably <laughs> have, yeah. Yeah, and I've seen, like, people get airlifted after, like, getting kicked in the face and shit. Like, Oh, my God. And, you know. Brock was just what telling a sport. me. Brock was just telling me the other day that he doesn't believe there's anything such as a call. You know, people say like you had a mild concussion. I think it's just a concussion, right? It's yeah, just, he was. He was like, I don't think there's anything really that's a mild concussion. It's just a concussion, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like it fucks you up. Like every time you have one, yeah, it fucks you up. Like I've definitely had at least two, hundred percent. Well, yeah, and like with each. One you get after it exacerbates like the effects. Mm-hmm. Will got a concussion when we were younger from running into a brick wall. Oh my god! What happened? Why did he do that? He literally. We were, I was at basketball practice, and he was like looking behind him and running, and then turned and just ran smack dab into a wall. And oh I just my remember god. my dad coming and getting me and be like, "We have to go." <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> So maybe like, my, it's it's my dad in all of these stories. So maybe like another moral is like don't do sports. Yeah, I mean he wasn't doing any sports. I was. He was just hanging. Maybe I tell ya. Just you know, like if you're gonna do a sport, maybe do like tennis or um golf. Golf. Or really the singular sports. <laughs> yeah, the like non-team ones. Although horseback riding's not team based. But it, I guess it's with a horse, so you're team together. Yeah. No no sports with teams of animals. <laughs> oh, or where you're or where you're moving really fast. How about that? I think that's I think it's a good conclusion. Mm-hmm. So I'm really nervous. I start seeing my therapist in person. (laughs) Next time I go, I've never met her. (laughs) You just talked to her on the phone. I talked to her online. So like, I know what she looks like and stuff, but like, it's just not the same. And I've Mm -hmm. been like, going to therapy for like, I think a full year now. With the same person? Yeah. Mm. And apparently she's like six feet tall. (laughs) And I'm just like, I don't. Does that make you more nervous that she's really tall? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. You think you're going to feel like intimidated by her? She was like, I'm really nervous. Like she was like, you're my first appointment back. 
Oh and I was like, cool. God. Thanks. So you're both just going to be like, yeah. So I, I don't know that I would like that she would have told me that. I'd be like, no. Oh my God. <laughs> Here's the thing. Me and my therapist are the same person. Like, I don't know if this is good or bad, but we're the same person. I would think that <laughs> it's probably good in the sense that she can like relate to you and understand you. Yeah, like we have the same tastes and things. We like the same things. We have like similar issues in regards to like intimacy and shit like that. So wait, she has told you she has issues with intimacy. No, when I say intimacy, like my ability to like go on a fucking date, like, uh huh. (laughs) She was like, it took me a long time to like find somebody because I also just like don't like that. Not like oh. Okay, I was not like, wait, times. no, not even that. I was like, wait, is she like, you know, telling you about her issues? Like, who's no. the therapist here? <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, no, emotional intimacy, which I suck at with mm-hmm. people I haven't known in a long time. Well, I understand being nervous, but it'll be fine. I mean, if you get it along will be fine. on the phone or on the internet or whatever. It'll be fine. It'll probably be, like, kind of weird at first, but be fine. I'm just, like, nervous because when you do it through a webcam, there is that, like, emotional distance. Yeah. So I don't cry every time like I used to when I went to therapy in person. Uh Uh-huh. But she's also a different kind of therapist. Like, I used to go to, like, a cognitive, what was it called? Behavioral Yes, and literally she was like like these stereotypical therapists, like, let's talk about your childhood. Uh-huh. And so, like, literally every time I left, I was in, like, tears. Not in, like, necessarily a bad way, just yeah. intense. Yeah, it was just deep. And I don't, I don't know that that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. <laughs> so that's good. But you found so. someone who you think is a good match. So, yeah, it'll just be, like, yeah. a weird transition period. But, you know, once you get yeah. used to it. Can I share a thing that I learned today with you that, like, blew my fucking mind? Of course. Okay, so I saw a TikTok, and somebody was talking about how on VeggieTales, one of them is a tomato, which is not a vegetable, and then somebody duetted it with the point that everything is a vegetable, because a vegetable just means a plant you can eat. Hmm? It's not like a botanical definition of anything. Oh, is that what you meant when you were like, let's talk about something botanical? (laughs) Yes, man. So like literally I looked up the definition of a vegetable and it's literally something that you would eat with meat. Like a side with meat. Because I guess there's there's a definition for fruit with like seeds or whatever. So maybe it means anything that's like not... A fruit. I think a fruit is technically a vegetable. Because vegetable is just like a large... Because you talk about vegetable matter. That's just like literally anything like... But like fruit, there's a botanical scientific definition. I don't know that there is. No, there is. Because that's the whole like tomato debate where according to like botanists or scientists tomatoes are fruits but according to like farmers vegetables a berry is like a kind of fruit it has to do with like the seeds okay you're right a fruit is just like a seed bearing structure in flowering plants formed from the ovary after flowering it blows my mind that plants have ovaries i know i think like this whole debate is just a good example of there being different truths and it just depends on Mm -hmm. who you are like what your truth is you're not no one's necessarily wrong and how language frames the way you think yeah because i do yeah technically like a tomato is a fruit but like you or i wouldn't think of it that way because we wouldn't eat it like a fruit yeah i don't know it is weird. They do say that, like, when you learn a new language and you speak a new language, like, it changes the way the pathways in your brain think, like, work. Mm-hmm. So the way you talk really does influence who you are and the way you think about things. So think about that, people. Well, yeah, because, like, 
language, it frames ideas certain ways. Like even if you just think about Mm -hmm. in languages where you have feminine and masculine objects, like it's just a different way of thinking about it. Mm -hmm. I saw a TikTok the other day that was talking about how in Chinese, like certain words like grandparents don't exist. Like you would just say grandma and grandpa. You would never say grandparents. What do you say if you're referring to both of them? You would say like my grandmother and my grandfather. Hmm. That's like also in Mandarin, there's no tenses at all. So how do you know if something has already happened or not? You just say that. It's already you say it's already happened. Yeah. <laughs> like you would say yesterday or like and they don't have plurals either. Like you just describe how many. Like you would say a lot. That's like in um some language or some cultures or languages where there's not possessive pronouns like nothing's mine it's just Mm -hmm. like ours collective man i totally see why people get really into linguistics i get it it's really interesting we could do a whole episode about that which i think i have (gasps) on my list already like cool language shit when i was talking about like the evolution of english (laughs) Mm -hmm. or just languages in general ah good stuff i'm down for that well, should we talk about our topic? I guess we've been rambling for 30 minutes, so. That's okay. I feel like we don't have too, too much to say about our topic this week. We really fucking don't. So we're talking <laughs> about <laughs> religiously based musicals because it's yeah. Easter this weekend. So why not? Really? I just... I love Jesus Christ Superstar, and I watch it every Easter, and so I just wanted to talk about it and some other ones. I love how much you love Jesus Christ Superstar, because I didn't like it that much. I didn't tell you that when I watched really? it with you. Why? I didn't like it that I'm much. I'm curious. I just, it was a lot, and maybe it was like, it's just very 70s and very like, not enough dialogue and too much singing and maybe I would have liked it more on the stage than I did in the movie version. But uh-huh. like, yeah. Do you not like the music? Because it is all music. Yeah, it just, it didn't tickle my fancy, as it were. See, I really <laughs> Some of it liked, I liked. I really liked it because it really, I feel like it really explained the story to me well. And I also... I really like the music, which if you don't like the music, I can see how you wouldn't like it. And I liked how it was very like Judas sympathetic, which I'd never really known or like heard that perspective Mm -hmm. before. So I thought that was really interesting. The whole Judas thing, like, I, I get it. I get it, Judas Iscariot. History has painted you as an asshole, but Mm -hmm. I get it. I get it. Because honestly, mm-hmm. I think 90% of people would have been a Judas. Well, yeah. And it just like kind of sets up why he did what he did. And just kind of when he makes his points about how he differs from Jesus, like politically and ideologically, you're like, okay, I kind of like see where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Like, should you have betrayed him to be crucified? Maybe not. <laughs> yeah. But then he obviously felt so bad about it that he, like, killed himself at the end. He does kill himself. Yeah. What a time. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think, like, I don't know, like, the setting of it in, like, the desert with, like, they're all, like, hippies. I don't know. I don't know. It was no Fiddler on the Roof for me. Okay. Do you like Fiddler on the Roof? Okay. So I ranked. I ranked them. Okay. So, of the religiously-based musicals I've seen, I have not seen Godspell. Have you seen Godspell? I have. I saw it at, I think, Toby's, and I did not care for it. (laughs) Yeah, I think I saw the movie a long time ago. My mom fucking loves Godspell, but I have not seen it, so that's not included in my ranking. Mm Mm-hmm. So, Numero Uno, Prince of Egypt. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is now a stage musical, and I very, very much hope really? that it comes to America. It's on where so it's on the west in the West End, so oh I hope God. it comes here. I need to see it. Right, right, right. Yeah, so good. Like, 
I will go to New York and watch that. 100%. I'll pay a lot of money to I go would to New York and watch make that. make a trip just to watch it. Okay, when it comes to New York, we'll just make a trip and we'll go see it. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Hells yeah. <laughs> um, number two, Fiddler on the Roof. Mm-hmm. Number three, Joseph in the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Mm-hmm. Because I like the music of Joseph a lot. I don't know how much I enjoy the rest of it. Like, Joseph, I don't know, because of the way it's done and how every song is, like, a different genre, I very much just enjoy, like, listening to it as opposed to, like, watching it unless I'm, like, inebriated, in which case I very much enjoy it. See, like, I enjoy Joseph, but to rank it number three and not... I mean, above Jesus Christ Superstar, like Jesus, uh, Joseph is good, but there are a lot of songs in it I don't like, like the weird Elvis mm-hmm. one are kind of like throwaways, yeah. you know, the Calypso one. Yeah, it's it's like maybe every other song I really like. Yeah. Um, number four, Book of Mormon. <laughs> I was going to bring that one up, too. Um, which like song wise I would say it's very hit or miss for me, but it's so fucking funny. Um, And then number five, Jesus Christ Superstar. I do like the main song. Like, I do like the Jesus Christ Superstar. I like that part. (laughs) See, like, when we saw Book of Mormon, I remember thinking it was really funny, but I couldn't tell you any of the songs from it. Oh, my God. Did you see that with me? Did we go together? We saw it with your parents, and I remember sitting there in the audience being kind of mortified because I was like, her parents are going to be so offended by this. (laughs) Oh, my God. My dad thought it was fucking hilarious. My mom was just, like, not having it. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. It was one of those things where I know it's, like, part of its appeal, but I was like, if I laugh at this joke, am I racist? (laughs) Like, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I really like the song Hello from the Book of Mormon. Hello, my name is Elder. Oh, okay. Yeah, I really like that one. That musical has like a lot of really surprisingly really good harmonies, which I enjoy. I think I would have to rewatch it because that's the only time I've seen it was when we went to go see it. It was like, what, at the Kennedy Center? Uh Uh-huh. And there's that one song. We saw it um, in Baltimore at the Hippodrome. Oh, okay. There's the one I believe. That one's really good too. I listen to the soundtrack every once in a while, so I know them, but what's like the main takeaway? Like what's the overall theme of it? I think it's questioning like not even necessarily like the Mormon faith, but like absolute belief in something uh-huh. is maybe not even when you know some of it's like not okay is not something that you should be doing. Like questioning is okay. But in the end, do they, like, what is the takeaway about the Mormon faith? Like, are they still Mormons at the end? Are they still trying to Um, missionize there or whatever? I don't think they are, no. Because, like, the Uh one character, doesn't he end up, like, he ends up with one of the people where they are, where they're trying to missionize, as it were. Um, And then the other one, I think he, like, completely drops his faith. I don't know. The Mormon religion. We can do like a whole episode about the Mormon religion, but it is out there. It's something else. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I remember thinking that one was really funny, but I would have to watch it again. But let's talk about Fiddler on the Roof and how good that is. Yo. Fiddler <laughs> on the Roof. I have seen so many times. I watched the DVD so many times in my youth. Tevya. Ah, yes. Um, it's just like I think it taught me a lot about, like, traditional Orthodox Judaism in, like, an interesting way. I think it gave a really interesting perspective on Russia that you don't normally Mm -hmm. get. Um, Mm -hmm. And, like, persecution of the Jews outside of, like, the Holocaust, which doesn't get covered enough, which we talked about last week, but (laughs) doesn't get talked about enough. Um, And the music's so good, and uh, it's just so good. Oh, my God. The last time... I thought about watching it today, actually, but I haven't. I think when I saw Anastasia 
and I realized the time period of it. I started thinking back to Fiddler on the Roof and, you know, at the end of Fiddler on the Roof, they're being like pushed out of their village. Mm -hmm. And the time of that, I was like, oh, my God, like, are they they're going to be in the Holocaust, basically, like these Jews. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Like they they're leaving. They're like, we're taking our traditions with us. We're starting over. And like, oh, my God, if you knew what you were going into. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's also very rare in like American media that you see a representation of Russia outside of like communist yeah. Russia. Like we very rarely see it. So I think it's um, interesting in that way and like informative in that way. Doesn't one of the daughters marry a Russian soldier? Mm-hmm. I really like, I remember there's like a dance scene with the Russians and they do the like weird, where you're like crouch on the ground and you like kick out the your bottle feet. dance. The bottle dance. That one's so good. Yes. Yes. Uh, and like how at the wedding it's like split and then they come together and it's just. Yeah. That one's. It's a good time. That musical is really good, and it has some funny moments in it, but it's, like, very sombering at the end. Somber. Mm -hmm. Sobering. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, they, like, ostracized the daughter that marries the Russian soldier. Which, I mean, I can kind of understand. Like, I see both sides. Because they're being persecuted, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Man, filler on the roof. If I were a rich man, I identify. I think about it all the time, Teddy. I think about it all the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, I want to watch that one again. Because I was trying to think of, like, religious musicals and movies, and that was the only, like, non-Christian one I could really think of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't think of any that aren't Christian outside of Fiddler on the Roof. Which I also want to know, like, why we have really good Easter one with Jesus Christ Superstar. We have a really good Passover one with the Prince mm-hmm. of Egypt. Like, why isn't there a really good argue, Christmas one now? Um, yeah. I mean, I guess there's nothing. What would you sing about? <laughs> about, like, being cold? <laughs> yeah, like, I feel like... You know, like, the Easter, like, whole story is, like, a saga, right? Like, it has, like, the crucifixion and, like, all of this stuff. And then the rising and the doubting and the confirmation, the rising to heaven, whatever. Uh Whereas the Christmas story is, like, oh, we got to make our way back for the census. Oh, she's pregnant. (laughs) Is that what they were doing? Yeah. They had to go back for the census. Because they had to be, like, counted? They had to be counted. They had to be counted. Um where yeah. why weren't they living where they needed to be counted you ask an intriguing question that i don't know the answer to <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know that the census was part of it i mean correct me if i'm wrong internet but i think that's why they were <laughs> going mean, back to like where they were going it's not a very exciting to- story when you put it that way <laughs> It's not like when traveling, she goes into labor, they're in an inn. You would have to take some artistic license, I guess, to create, or you'd have to really build up the like manger part, like the conflict of like, where do we stay? Like, I'm pregnant, you know? I mean, they could do a whole song about like, is Mary a whore? Like, or something like that when (laughs) they find out she's pregnant. Maybe that should be the title, is Mary a whore? So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I guess Prince of Egypt is Jewish and Christian. Like, it's a yeah. simultaneous story. Which Passover was last weekend, wasn't it? It was. It was. I thought about watching it, but I didn't. But maybe I will. I think it's on Hulu, and I don't have a Hulu subscription anymore. Isn't it on Disney Plus? It's not Disney Hmm. I feel like I saw I feel like I saw it somewhere I'll have to look it up friend I think we're drinking the same beverage is that a lime white claw (laughs) it is a lime white claw (laughs) as is mine but I also put vodka in mine (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, I made myself like a fancyish cocktail before this. That was like raspberry infused vodka. Yum. With lemon juice and maple syrup because I was didn't have lemonade and a LaCroix. LaCroix. Intriguing. I'm intrigued by the addition of maple syrup. Well, like I said, I wanted to put lemonade in there, but I didn't get it in my grocery order. So lemon juice, maple syrup, bootleg lemonade. Okay. Okay. Because I didn't feel like making making a simple syrup, you know? I feel that. I feel that. I'm a little drunk at this point, so... (laughs) I'm processing about like three fourths of what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to see what other notes I made to talk about for today. I literally made a list and then wrote down, haven't seen Godspell. Okay. Godspell, I saw. Okay. I remember watching it. And the big song from it is Day by Day, which I don't even like that song very much. You know, day by day, it. you know it, day by day, do, 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 And when I watched it, it seemed like very culty, which Jesus was, he was kind of a cult leader, but. It was a cult. Yeah, but I it was. Fight with, it was just very. I my mom about this the other day. <laughs> really? What did you say and what'd she say? <laughs> I was like, I mean, the Christians were like the pagans of their day. And she was like, no, they were not. I was like, I mean, they were until the Roman Empire accepted it. She was like, no, they weren't. I was like, I mean, they were. (laughs) But whatever. (laughs) I was going to say she should listen to our cult episode, but maybe she really shouldn't because we're very heretical in that one. Yes, my mom does not like it when I question things. Well, that's okay. Some people just like to, you know live in their bubble i think it's impressive how close me and my mother are for yeah this large difference in our life well i think that i is like a testament to her not it's not the faith isn't in every part of your relationship which is a good thing correct i agree yeah we struggle with that sometimes Like when I have a problem and she tells me, why don't you pray about it? And then I flip out because (laughs) I know that's, (laughs) you know, it's like a thing. You're like, like, oh God. It's like the most contentious thing in our relationship is her constantly suggesting things that she knows will not make me feel better, but make her feel better. Yeah. That pisses me off. But outside of that, do you see how my cat is like... (laughs) Bartleby... hanging but yeah religion man you know what else i wanted to bring up was the movie saved i fucking (laughs) love that movie it's really good it's so funny i've i've seen it like 20 times i'm not even exaggerating Uh uh-huh i love that movie it like encompassed my childhood just like Constant questioning uh-huh. from like, and everyone around you seeming like they're like crazy because, yeah, yeah. If you haven't seen that movie, you should watch that movie. It's funny and it has a really good cast like Macaulay Culkin, mm-hmm. Mandy Moore, perfectly yeah. cast, Jenna, Jenna Malone. Yes. Uh, oh, and the chick from Weeds, she's in it. She's the mom in it. Oh, Mary Louise Parker. Mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. her name. Uh huh. Yeah, that movie's so good. I think that movie is really funny if you were like raised religiously, but you don't necessarily identify as that now. Oh my god, that scene at the beginning when they're at the school and like they're having the concert and they're singing all these religious songs and it just like brought me back to like being at like youth group and just sitting there and being like, what's happening? (laughs) What's happening? (laughs) What's happening? Where am I? Oh, religion is such like a... I wanted to bring up, do you watch Queer Eye? I watched like a couple episodes. Okay. Because it makes me cry. So I just... 
it's real. Oh my God. It's so good. But the most recent season, I watched the first episode of it last night. And it's really interesting because the person that they're working with is a pastor. And so Mm -hmm. like the whole theme of the episode is reconciling like religious belief with like a queer identity. And it's like really Mm -hmm. moving because, you know, Bobby, I don't know if you know Bobby, one of the queer eye guys. Mm-hmm. He he was like raised Mormon and he like went oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he talks about in a couple episodes he was raised Mormon and I guess he went through like a lot of trauma and I think he may have even been like homeless. Like he went through a lot when mm-hmm. he left the church, but he has this whole conversation with this pastor about, you know, the pastor tells him the faith, I'm sorry, like what happened and the church owes you an apology. The faith shouldn't have been weaponized against you. And they mm-hmm. just have this whole thing about like, you know, the world needs pastors like you to show mm-hmm. that you can, you know, you can love Jesus and you can be queer. <laughs> Here's like my feeling about it. And this is like totally kind of a segue from what we were talking about, but that's fine. <laughs> um, if God is real. And Jesus is who he says it is and whatever. I think 95% of the rules and expectations around all of that are just human beings trying to exert their own will. Like, I think none of it has anything to do with, like, a higher power or anything. I think it's just people trying to exert control. I don't think if God is real and if Jesus is who he is expressed to be in the Bible, I don't think he gives one flying fuck. Mm Mm-hmm. About who you're fucking. Well, you should watch this episode because the pastor at one point is talking to Bobby and he says, you know, there are stories in the Bible that people don't tell. And he says Mm -hmm. this one about the centurion. I don't know what that is. But this like guy came to Jesus and was like, you know, my slave is sick. Can you heal him? But like the word he used in Greek means essentially boyfriend. And Jesus Mm -hmm. is like, okay, and heals him. But that's, like, not a story that you ever hear about. Yeah, I think a lot of issues with, like, the Bible and how we have it today is, like, through interpretation and, like, the changes that occur from language have changed a lot of meaning. And, like, at the end of the day, Jesus is super fucking chill in the Bible. He, like... (laughs) Well, yeah, and people telling the story and interpreting the words, having an agenda. Mm-hmm. And like he said, weaponizing a faith against like a group mm-hmm. of people. I think that's like America today, like weaponizing. Faith. Yeah. So yeah, that was like really interesting though. I think like if Jesus were around today, he would, yeah, like you said, he wouldn't care. He'd be like, whatever. No, he was so fucking chill. His, like, Uh whole thing was, like, you need to love everyone and help everyone. Yeah, and, like, as long as you're not hurting anyone and everyone's okay with everything, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like all of the archaic bullshit that people like to come about it, like, about are from the Old Testament anyway. Honestly, I feel like if Jesus were around today, people would attack him. He would not be 100%. Jesus. No. 100%. Because <laughs> Jesus would be a socialist and they'd be like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Like, Jesus would not be Jesus today. Mm. Well. Happy I'm Easter, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our Easter Sunday service. <laughs> Happy Easter. Yeah, even though it'll be later when you hear this, but yeah. It's like Easter week. Whatevs. Are you doing anything for Easter? I'm waiting till my parents are done watching church, and then I'm going to go over and eat, which is how I like to celebrate Easter. Yeah, what are you guys having? I'm just having brunch, mm-hmm. some brunchy brunch. So I got to go tomorrow and pick up some champagne mm-hmm. and some orange juice. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to eat some bacon. Sounds good. Oh, it's gonna be oh, bagel, bacon, egg. It's really just breakfast in the middle of the day with alcohol. I mean, what's not to like? I know. And then we're having. I don't know why I wanted this so much, but we're having strawberry pound cake. 
I was just thinking about like strawberry shortcake and how I associate it with spring and Easter. I know. I don't know why I wanted it. I was just thinking about it. And I was like, it sounds so delicious. Which I wanted to put strawberries in my grocery order, but I don't know if it's just at Walmart, but you can't buy strawberries right now. Oh, I got them in my grocery order. Well, I put them in there. I don't know if I'm going to receive them, but I mean, I know they said they're when, in stock. When I was in Louisiana, they they have like tons of strawberries there, so you can always get them, and they're always really cheap. So I don't know if I just need to go to a different store. If like strawberries yeah. don't happen here, I don't know. I know at the Walmart near me that has groceries, like their produce is like very hit or miss what they have in stock. I'm gonna make sangria. And deviled eggs. Yum. And asparagus. Yum. Yum. I'm really excited if we're on the topic of food is that I preemptively ordered Chinese food before we did this. <laughs> yeah. Like in my fridge right now. I'm really excited. That was smart. So now you don't have to wait for it. I'm really excited. <laughs> well, we didn't really talk too much about what we said we were going to talk about, but that's okay. Whatever. I think we... I feel like we... We had a productive conversation. Yeah. And it's, again, whatever we want to do. So whatever we do is right, because it's what we want to. That's right. We are sticking with the theme (laughs) of this podcast that I say every day. It's the most... It's not every day. So say it every day myself. Every day. (laughs) Like, like, wait, what do you do it? I thought... (laughs) You have, like, another It's my mantra. (laughs) What is this motion I'm doing? I don't know. Nobody at home can see it. It's like you're pumping yourself up. I am. Oh, my God. I need to. Life, man. All right. Well, we'll figure out what we're doing next week at some point. We didn't know what we were doing today until a couple hours ago. So <laughs> Par for the course. Par for the fucking course. The like system that we follow is I forget about the podcast. <laughs> And then Lindsay Snapchats me and says, are we podcasting today? And what are we talking about? And then I podcast back. Oh, yeah, let's do that. And then say, I don't care what we talk about. And then Lindsay suggests an idea. Like, that's yeah. the, uh, the system we have going here. Yeah, it's working. <laughs> yeah, it's par for the course. Just like you remember to update the Instagram. And I fucking never do. I forget it exists. <laughs> the Instagram's like a bonus, though. So yeah, I just, I'm always so proud of myself when I finish editing that it just like, yeah, exits my mind. Honestly, though, I think like the title of this is perfect because it's so empowering and liberating and that we just do what we can because we want to because it's fun and we don't owe anything more than what we want to do. So it's all fine. True, true fucking facts, friend. Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm thinking about starting a TikTok but I want, like, the whole system around my TikTok just to be, like, me doing basic self-care things that, like, stay alive and, like, every yeah, day. Yeah. Do it. Like, this is me washing my face for my mental health. Yeah. Watch me do it on TikTok. I would watch it. Yeah. I feel like people like that, you know? It's affirming. I think anything that you do just because you want to do it has like an authenticity that resonates with people. Mm -hmm. And I've like come to the realization that when like I give a shit about my appearance, it helps me. I don't really care about how other people perceive it, but like it definitely helps me. Mm -hmm. So if you like it and it'll make you feel good and you think it'll be fun, then do it. True facts, friend. True facts. So I'll let you know if that idea coalesces when I'm less drunk. <laughs> well, sober Sarah will revisit it. <laughs> yes. She's a different gal, sober Sarah. <laughs> sober Sarah will be like, all right, drunk Sarah, that was a decent idea. <laughs> That's literally the team, like the, the team's on board. <laughs> That's literally the interaction. <laughs> All right, let's let's evaluate these ideas that you had. And I wrote them down, so we'll see. Drunk Sarah's like the idea person. And then she is. Sober Sarah's like the board that executes the idea and approves it. True facts. What about Drunk Lindsay? Is she the same? Yeah, 
Well, I think I think I'd have to think about it. Drunk Lindsay is like, yeah, let's do it. And then sober Lindsay is like, why did I do that? (laughs) (laughs) And then sober Lindsay comes around and is like, okay, drunk Lindsay, maybe I need to be more like you. Oh, my God. Can I just say that I think our drunk personas are like perfectly matched for each other? (laughs) Like, I really think they are. Yeah. Like, I feel like drunk us is always me drinking the same exact thing and then you getting too excited and starting to drink everything around you and me just being like, mm. <laughs> And then it all, the night always ends with me sitting watching TV while you throw up. Like <laughs> Facts. <laughs> That's like, in a nutshell, our, I would say like mid-20s to early 30s for sure. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. Well, we got real. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us on this extremely chaotic episode. Yeah. I had a good time. Well, I did, too. I'm excited to go eat now. Um, join us next week. Follow us on all the things. Like all the things. Whatever, whatever the fuck you want to do. Um, <laughs> we'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Bye.